And this is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it. You're a coach, author, speaker, and you're looking for the best return on your time and investment. We're giving you full access to how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your pod. We're brother and sister. Join our family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure. Let's get amplified. Hello and welcome to Amplify You. I'm your host, Michelle Abraham, and today I am joined by my dear friend, Dan McPherson. Dan is the CEO of Leaders Must Lead. He's an international speaker, and in fact, that's where I met him, was speaking over in the Philippines. And Dan is just a super cool guy. Not only that, but he is also the host of Dreams Are Real. No, did I say that wrong? <laughs> You're good. You got it. Okay, I did say it. And for one some second, I was just like, oh, did I say that wrong? Okay, it was right. Dreams are real. And uh, Dan's podcast is super cool. He interviews all sorts of different, really unique leaders, authors, coaches, speakers, all sorts of really cool people that are just, you know, really interesting. And it goes through some really cool questions in his podcast. And uh, what he's been able to get out of out of asking really cool questions is a really unique interview with people. So, Dan, welcome to our show, and thanks for coming here and being on the interview with me. Hey, thanks. I am excited to be here. Always excited to spend time with you and to talk about the podcast that you've helped us create. Yeah, well, it's been really cool because I've joined your mastermind and you joined our podcasting program. And so since meeting you in earlier in 2019, we've been on this journey of getting to know each other and working with each other, which has been really cool, very exciting. So why don't we, because this is behind the mic interview with Dan McPherson of Dreams Are Real. So let's talk a little bit about Dreams Are Real. How did that come about? and What is it all about? It came about because for many years I've been asked to do a podcast or it was suggested that I would, but I I didn't want to do one until I had the right fit or something that I felt met a need that wasn't being met and could do something that that, that I couldn't not do, that that I was passionate about. And one of the things that I I recognized in all of the work that I'm doing with, with coaching and training is that people are pursuing their dreams, but they feel maybe reluctant to do so, or they, they feel maybe shut down and they, there's, they lose sight of the fact that there's power in their own story. So the idea was that we would find people, have them tell their stories about what their dreams were as a kid, what they are now what they've learned along the way and maybe even what's changed and dig into that and use that as an opportunity for inspiration and to provide tools for others to pursue their dreams. Very cool. I love your topic. It's very dear to my heart. And uh, I have to say being interviewed on your podcast is one of the the coolest, coolest interviews I've ever been a part of because of your unique questions. So tell us a little bit about your questions. What made you come up with unique questions? Total fear of not having the right ones. No, it was, uh, Uh, figuring out the questions was a little bit challenging at first, just because it was intimidating, right? You have thousands of questions that you could ask. What, what can you do? How do you tell a story? How do you get the right things out of people? And I sat down and I've listened to podcasts for a very long time. I went through and wrote down all of the podcast questions that I'd heard that, that I liked that resonated with me. I went back to a couple of Tim Ferriss episodes that, where he talks about the questions he asks and wrote those down and some Jocko Willink episodes and some Guy Raz episodes and all of these different things and made a list 
and pick the ones that I felt matched most for the story that we had, put them in an order that I, that I thought would inspire us to tell a story, and then began asking them. And I, I've learned a lot in the process of asking them of which ones to filter out and which ones to hold on to and not. You did an awesome job. Your episode is such a powerful story. If anyone hasn't listened to it, they should go do so right away. Thank you. Well, one of the things that I liked about the questions you asked is that some of them were very similar. And so it forced us to go deeper with a different answer. And I think that is one of the key things when you're interviewing someone um, is to be able to get beyond their normal surface level questions. And you've even said this to me that several people have told you that they've shared things in your show that they've never shared before publicly. And I think that is a badge of honor that you should wear. Because <laughs> that's a really hard thing to get people to get out of their comfort zone, especially when they're sharing such um, intimate details about their life, their dreams, their experiences, and very publicly. Yeah, I'm very honored by that. Any Anytime someone will share their story and you see the emotion cross their face, face you see the connection, you, you hear maybe a, even a little bit of a tremble just as they get to that moment of uncertainty, but then they decide to cross that threshold and share knowing that it will be a connection for the audience. I'm so honored by that for sure. Yeah, that's a really special, uh, unique gift that you have to be able to do that. And I think um, that's not that's something that a lot of interviewers strive uh, to to do. And not not everyone can pull that off as well as you do. So good job on that one. I really love that. I appreciate that. You know, I I like to say that at the beginning, and I'm not very far in, so I'm not that far from the beginning. <laughs> Beginning. But at the beginning, and I, I may have even said this to you, that I was a white belt interviewer, meaning mm -hmm. we, my son and I, we study martial arts together for, for, and we have for years. And I, so I think of many things in, in terms of martial arts and white belt is the beginning. I, I knew that, that I had to go back and realize that I, that I knew nothing, that this was a totally new skill set for me. I've interviewed to hire people. I've interviewed for coaching clients, but I've not interviewed in this environment. And as a result, it has allowed me to be in this mindset of just learning and growing and trying to get better after every single episode. And mm. that has, that has helped me to get really great insights from my guests to listen to the audience and just to try to try to find the ways to, to not just differentiate, but to, to crew, to get to the compelling story, to get to that below surface level piece mm -hmm. that matters so much. Yeah. What do you think, uh, what do you think it is that is allowed people to open up to you like that? I don't think it's any magic that I have. I do think that I, I wish it was. That'd be You're great, a good right? listener. <laughs> I'm, unfortunately, I'm a better talker, but I, uh, I try to work on the listening. So I, I, I will say this, that as I sit there, I, I think that there's a quote that I like, which is that the, the most people in the world listen with the intent to respond instead of understand. Mm -hmm. And as I am interviewing somebody, my focus, focuses upon understanding. I focuses upon mm. understanding and then asking until I understand even more and then acting by taking that next step. I, I think that helps. I also think that creating a compelling natural flow of questions that, that as mm. you said, dig one level deeper and one level deeper opens the opportunity. The last piece I would say is give people a chance to tell stories. Too many times I, in my own experience, I have 
as I've been either part of a podcast or even just as I've listened to others, I'll hear really great content, really great facts and, and figures and strategies that are awesome. And I take a lot away, but there's not that pause to get to the next level and say, what's behind that? What's the why behind the what? Mm, I love that. It's interesting that you say that it's uh, people listening for the uh, for the response, right? Because that's what mo- when I first started podcasting, my very first like interview series I did, it was for a summit. And that was one of the biggest mistakes I made uh, was I was so nervous and concentrated on what the next questions were that I was totally not listening to the answers. And in fact, forgetting the answers and then the, in, then the questions would come and they were so awkward and not good at all. <laughs> So I do totally understand what you're saying where it's really, I love that curious and just being curious as a, as a natural thing, as a, a interviewer, I think really helps as well. <laughs> and uh, I love your idea for the, um, you know, the storytelling um, as well, because of the, the connection with their audience comes from the story. And I think our, our audience really crave those stories to hear um, through it from, from our, from our guests. They do. I, one more thing that has been important to me and that I have done, uh, I would say not as well in some cases and better in others, is to not be so rigidly focused on my questions, but be focused upon a guest. I, I now have moved to where I have a couple of questions that are an anchor at the beginning, a couple that are an anchor at the end. And in the middle, I have a list of questions that I will most likely hit a good amount of, but I follow the flow of where things go, where that guest wants to go, where they lead me and where the the heart of the story is rather than being constrained to that next question. That's been a hard transition for me. And actually you and your team have helped me with that a little bit. (laughs) Well, that's great. I'm glad we have. What's been your favorite episode that you've recorded to date? You know, I think my favorite episode is almost always the last one that I recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, that's I, awesome. <laughs> my, my guests have been so incredible sharing stories of their struggles with depression or alcohol, sharing wins of traveling the world or starring in movies or being part of a SEAL team, all of these things. And each of their stories has so much value and so much power in the world that I get excited anew at every one that I record. And that, that's one of my requirements for someone that I'm going to have on the show. They have to be someone whose story I'm excited to hear and excited to learn. So maybe a bit of a cop-out answer. I can pick one if you want, but really that, that's, that's pretty fair. No, that's all right. That's a good answer. I really like that you, that's one of the prerequisites you have. And I feel like I kind of, uh, I feel like I kind of have the similar where it's like, it has to be someone I'm excited to interview, to interview them. It has to be someone I'm really looking forward to diving in deep and learning more about uh, before, before I do interview them. So I think that's really great. One of the things I wanted to ask you is um, on your way of like learning about podcasting and getting our show started and getting it all set up is that Um, you created this Facebook group and this Facebook group, it kind of like took on a mind of its own and kind of uh, snowballed really quickly into this like great group that you have right now. So was that your intention to start off a Facebook group where now you have these raving fans in a community or did that just organically happen as a side of side thought of like, Oh, I'm launching. Let's start a Facebook group. So by nature, I'm a system person, I'm a strategy person. So I would, while I would love to say that it, it was just purely organic, it was, it was certainly a strategic choice. It was something that I, I, I wanted from the beginning a sense of community surrounding the podcast. So I looked and, and asked, what is the best way to create 
a community or to gather people around us? What's the freest, easiest platform to do that with? And a Facebook group seemed to be that. And also working, working with your team and talking about some suggestions and bouncing ideas, that was, that was very helpful. But beginning that was a strategic move. What we've done since then has been a bit of a mix I've done a lot of studying into how to grow Facebook groups and I've done some of those things, mm-hmm. but most of it, I've found that like many other things in life, if you, if you do everything you can to help other people win, a lot of the rest will take care of itself. Mm-hmm. And so I focus upon adding value to the group, upon communicating, about, uh, on asking questions of them, on not getting upset if I get a post that doesn't have a lot of answers. Mm-hmm. I was fortunate early that we that when we asked them to help us build the podcast, that we would get 70, 80, and 100 responses, even from a small group. And I would say our group is still small. It's only about 1,200 now. My, my target is by the end of next year that we would be 20,000. That's awesome. Well, you know, I, I've used your Facebook group as an example for so many people because you're launching then to uh, an audience and you're, you've involved them right from the beginning. And I think that's one of the really cool things that you've done um, is involving them in like, what do you think about this cover or that cover? Or um, what do you, who would you guys like to interview? And one of the, who would you like me to interview? Who do you want to hear about? And one of the things I really like that you did too, is that after you interviewed someone, you said, Hey guys, I just did this really cool interview with this person. Wait till you hear it coming out. So you're building that momentum and that excitement within the group. And then they were going out and fighting all their friends to join in the Facebook group as well, which is great. Yeah, it's pretty amazing when we we've seen a pretty good invite rate. And I find that if a member invites 10 people that five of them will accept and that we have a very low attrition rate. Once people are there, they like being there. There, mm-hmm. our engagement rate is upwards of seventy to seventy-five percent in the group, and there there's a lot of content for them to connect with. Asking them to participate, asking them to be part of the process, is in my mind one of the most important things that that I can do. And we're getting ready to do that starting this week as the next evolution of what they what changes they think we should make to the podcast, what what updates we should do. We're going to ask a series of questions that'll let them help us choose the direction that we go from here. Not, maybe not broadly. I think we know where we want to go broadly, Mm -hmm. but in the, in the more micro changes, like what do you like this? Should we add this? Should we, should we have fewer episodes of this type or should we include this type doing Mm -hmm. that and giving them agency in what they're listening to is so powerful. Yeah, that's brilliant. And you know, I don't know if that comes from your background in sales or what, but it's, (laughs) it's, I think, when you're when you're talking about developing something for people this podcast is not for you it's not for i it's for it's for them right so like making them a part of that experience so brilliant and you know then they be they are just so much more loyal to you as a fan base and you know just love and absorb everything that you're doing because they've been a part of creating it this was their idea to do one episode a week or two episodes a week or this was their idea to do that question or you know whatever whatever it is is or this music that you pick like i that was one of the cool things is that your music and your intro and outro was a combination of a few people's comments in your facebook group where actually then it was like you said do you like this song or this song or this song and some of them came up with a combination of all the songs and that's what you use which i think is very very interesting 
that's going to get even cooler soon because one of the next steps is that since I have an audience that is filled with creatives and musicians, mm. we are likely to have debuting within 60 days or so a song that for the music of the podcast that is made by our audience. Awesome. So cool. And I'm, I'm pretty excited about that type of engagement to be able to get them to see it up there. Mm. I would also say that as we've had guests on the show, they tend to join the group as well. And then they're connecting and then mm. they bring a piece of their audience and that, and they bring, and they bring part of their flair. And we, we highlight that. This is, I think this is a good spot. It's a little bit of a different topic, but it's related to the group, which mm -hmm. is for podcasts. And I've, I've been fortunate to guest on, on a few, not, a, not as many as will be, I'm sure over time, mm -hmm. but I've noticed that the audience experience is considered very well by most hosts, but in many cases, the guest experience is less than ideal or is, is maybe incomplete. Mm -hmm. And working with your team, we've been fortunate to help bolster that. And I have a passion for creating a phenomenal guest experience from the moment that we book them to the expectations that are shared with them, to the assets that we provide them, to the, to the links that we give them, to mm. the promotional plan that we share with them. And I've found that this solves one of the biggest concerns that I hear from podcast hosts, which is how do I get my guests to share? And right, right now, about 90% of our guests have shared things out appropriately mm. on their social media, and more than 50% have reshared them at a later time. And I remember I was in a Facebook group where you had recently, um, this has nothing to do with your podcast. It was like a completely different Facebook group on a different topic. And you just recently interviewed someone in that Facebook group, the owner of the Facebook group. And he was sharing in the Facebook group how amazing all these things that you had sent him to share after being a guest on, on your show was. And I was like, yeah, awesome, Dan. That's so great. Because he was proud. He was so blown away after being on so many other shows that was kind of like meh, you know, the experience to have all these things that they could then you make it easy is the key. I think you're making it easy for your guests to share your content out and you're making it really easy for them to promote your show and really excited for them to be a part of it. Cause now they have these cool graphics and audiograms and things that you can, they can share with their audience really easily. Lots of other little things we're doing too. Like I'll send them a note, letting them know where they rank roughly. Mm. Uh, it, I only really do that to the competitive ones, to the ones that I know are really competitive. And it's amazing mm -hmm. how an hour later they'll share something out. But I, I, I just love the opportunity to give them little bits of value. And in some cases, really big pieces of value of the connections that have been made between guests. I try to be conscious of which mm. guests could benefit from each other and connect them behind the scenes as well. The more that you provide value, the more value you'll get. And then I ask questions at the end of every recording as well after we turn the mic off that have made a big difference for us. Yeah, that's amazing. And we've had a few other um, guests on our show talk about how the behind the mic conversations have really powered their business. Have you found that to be true for yourself as well? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think the conversation that you have before you record, the conversation you have after you record, they, they build that connection. And in the end, people matter most. Life is about relationships. And these relationships are if you're using them in my, in my opinion, anyway, if you're using them properly, they're not a one-time thing. This isn't a hit and run. I had somebody on my show and now they go on their way. It's a long-term relationship. Mm -hmm. but once they've been on my show, they're part of the fabric of my, of my community and my network. Mm -hmm. And so I want to support and strengthen and grow 
and help them. And I find that that, that there's a lot of reciprocity to that. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a great way of looking at it too. Because And for myself, I look at podcasting as like a net, really great way to expand my network and reach out to people and then connect them. How many places can I connect people with afterwards? And who knows who? And it's always so fun. I don't know, that's one of my passions and is, is connecting people with other people. Because, you know, I, I've been, I, we were just talking a few minutes ago before this, how I'm going to connect you with so, another one of our podcasters. Um, you'd be perfect fit for his show and he'd be perfect fit for your show. And, you know, I think it's, that's what it's all about. And that's, what's exciting for me is that, that connection part of it um, for, you know, to help each other's businesses grow. Yeah. That, that relationship matters so much. And as you're, it's so easy when we're putting out, especially we're putting out two a week, right? It would be mm-hmm. easy for me to, to just hit and run and go on, but I have Facebook chats open with probably half of my past guests currently We've also made sure to share stories of people of varying levels of influence, which allows some people to move up and some people to help others, but also allows for greater exposure for those who are just coming into their own in their story. And I I just, I love the inspiration that comes from it as well. Mm, That's awesome. So Dan, uh, just before we wrap up, any other exciting things or moments you want to share with our audience about your podcasting journey so far? I would say this, that I have focused upon learning from, from day one and recognizing that it, it's kind of like the older I get, the, the less I realize I know. <laughs> and, and I started with that understanding here that I, that I knew nothing. I'd listened to podcasts for years, but I didn't. And so I took and gathered as much information as I could, and I tried to create systems that would help. And I would encourage everyone that is hosting a podcast to look and say, how do I get the right systems? And Michelle is a fount of systems. So if you're, if you're not utilizing her for your systems, you are missing the boat. I, I tell everybody that's considering starting a podcast to, to use your team and, and to leverage that. But there are other pieces that you can do on your own as well. And thinking about how do I make it easier? How do I consolidate it? How do I make this not a burden, but rather a benefit all around? Oh, thank you for saying that, Dan. That's so nice. And you guys have really done, I mean, you've taken what we do as our team, but then your team has added on to that, those systems, which I'm looking forward to diving back into with you uh, one day and, uh, and sharing those with everybody else, because you guys really have it dialed on your end where you're now, uh, from what I understand, spending very little time actually to execute a lot of the podcast um, production of, of after, the, after the recording. Yeah, I would say that my total time, including recording an episode, and our, our episodes average about an hour and 15 minutes, an hour to an hour and 15 minutes each. And my total time per episode is including the time I post about it in the group is under two and a half hours. That's perfect. Yeah. And that's really what you, stri- what you want to st- want people to strive for is that efficiency of your time because that's the most valuable commodity that we have is your time but also getting the most out of it right so i love the the systems that you've created and we'll hopefully be sharing that with everybody else one day (laughs) i look forward to it awesome well dan where can we connect with you more and how can people join your facebook group or your podcast 
So the Facebook group is a really good place to do it. You can certainly check our website at leadersmustlead.com. That's a good place to find out a lot of what's going on in my world. But the Facebook group is a magical place. It is the <laughs> Dreams Are Real Facebook group. R is all caps, and there's a picture of a kid flying. So if you find anything else, it's not, it, it's not for you. But the uh, Dreams Are Real podcast Facebook group. And then you can find us on all the, all the various platforms. And of course, Libsyn for dreams are real we release twice a week have lots of cool episodes listen to the one with michelle right away <laughs> thank you <laughs> yeah dan's got so many cool guests so you'll be there for hours listening in just so many amazing people just as a brief like overview what are some of the things that people have of some people that you've interviewed we have had uh, a variety of coaches from a coach of coaches based in Vancouver, uh, Lucas Rubik's. We've had local coaches, a decision coach, a personal evolution coach. We've done that. We've had those from martial arts. We have a world-class martial artist, Nick Sweeno, who's also a serial entrepreneur and, is in, and runs a Japanese martial arts center. We've had a Navy SEAL. We've had a martial arts movie star, Lauren Abaddon. The Navy SEAL is Larry Yatch. And lots of other just amazing, incredible stories that, that I love it. And the, we write the summaries so that you get a little sense of the story and we do an intro on the front end. So if you're not sure, as you look at an episode, like, is that for me? Listen, uh, starting with about episode 24, listen to the first two minutes and you'll know what it's all about. Awesome. Well, thanks, Dan, for being here with us today. We look forward to catching up with you again on Amplify You Podcast. Thank you. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to share your message with the world, head over to mypodcastcoach.com to download your free podcast launch plan. And head over to iTunes to like, subscribe, and review so we can spread this message. Until next time, be your own unique genius.